This is Novel Marketing, the show for novelists who aren't necessarily fond of marketing, but still want to become best-selling authors. Episode 116. Welcome to the Novel Marketing Podcast. I'm Thomas Umstadt Jr. And James L. Rubart, who normally joins me on the show, is out sick today, so I am going solo. So we're hoping that Jim feels better. But uh, what we're going to talk about today, or what I'm going to talk about, is Goodreads giveaways. There's been a huge change in how Goodreads works. Now, generally, we try to focus on evergreen topics on this show. We don't like to cover current news. There's some really good podcasts that do that, like the Sell More Book Show is mostly covering brand new news. So we like to cover kind of marketing principles that don't change very quickly. But Goodreads, uh, this change is so important, I feel like we've got to cover it. So a little bit of background. Back in episodes 12 and 14, we talked about how to use the Goodreads to market your book. We had Randy Ingermanson on, and one of the techniques that we talked about was giving away your book for free. We did, Randy did some experiments. We found that giving away just one book over and over again was quite effective. So it wasn't free to give away a book. You had to send a physical book to uh, the winner of the contest that Goodreads hosted for you, but that would cost five to ten dollars um, per book, depending on how much your printing and shipping was uh, to that person. If you gave away ten books, it was a bit pricey, it was fifty to hundred bucks. But if you gave away just one book, which we found was the best bang for the buck, uh, it was only ten bucks to host a giveaway. So it's a pretty good deal if you are marketing your book on a budget. Uh, the problem, though, was that it was such a good technique, everyone started doing it. So people didn't just hear about it from the Novel Marketing Podcast. They also heard about it other places. And it's gotten so crowded. I checked yesterday. There are 3,000 books being given away, 3,000 different titles uh, in the giveaway section, which is too many for readers to browse. So it's a little bit overwhelming. And the result is that it's not as effective as it used to be. Uh, so Goodreads is changing the way giveaways work, and they're doing it in a pretty fundamental way. The first thing they're doing is that indie authors and KDP will be able to give away ebooks uh, for the first time. So traditional publishers were able to do this a while back, and there was a lot of complaining that this was not fair. Uh, so Goodreads, though, wanted to protect its system from being flooded with too many ebooks, uh, so that again books were getting lost in the noise. And so now they're allowing indies to give away ebooks, but the catch, and this is a pretty big catch, is that it's now going to cost money to host a contest. Uh, so if you, so you want to host a giveaway, it's now going to cost $119 for a basic contest and $599 for the premium package. Now, th some other things that they're changing, they're making the giveaways a little bit more powerful. Uh, so everyone who enters a giveaway is going to have the book automatically added to their want-to-read list, um, which will then trigger an update to all of their friends that they have added your book to their want-to-read uh, list. This is currently an optional feature. It's now no longer going to be optional. If you want to enter into a contest, the book will automatically be added to your want-to-read list. So this should make uh, giveaways a little bit more effective in getting the word out about your book. Uh, another change they're making is that authors' followers and anyone who's already added the book to their want-to-read list will get a notification telling them that there's a giveaway started on this book that they've added to their want-to-read list. Um, this helps generate even more entries and creates more stories in the Goodreads update feed. Uh, so this can actually create a kind of escalating amount of promotion. So if you do 
a giveaway and let's say 200 people add your book to their want to read list on Goodreads, if you do a second giveaway later, all 200 of those people are going to get notified to enter, which will create this um, snowball of attention. At least that's the theory. Uh, we'll see if it works or not. Uh, and then finally, eight weeks after your giveaway ends, winners will receive an email from Goodreads uh, reminding them to rate and review your book. Now, I believe Goodreads already does this, but this will have a much bigger impact if you're giving away 100 ebooks than what it did if you're giving away just one print book. Uh, so now you can use Goodreads giveaways as a way of building reviews for your book, uh, which it was not a particularly effective way of doing that in the past. Spending 5 to $10 to send somebody a free book hoping they'll review it. Uh, is not a great way to get reviews. And it, it's not terrible if you're desperate for reviews, but this will be a much better way. You spend 100 bucks or $119, you give away 100 ebooks, and you're most likely going to get 10 or 20 reviews from that, perhaps more. Uh, we won't know the numbers and how effective uh, this new system will be until uh, it's been implemented and people start to use it. Now, the premium package that Goodreads has uh, will put you, this is the $600 level, puts you on the Goodreads homepage. Um, so they claim that they get millions of visitors. You'll be sharing some space on the homepage with all the other people buying the premium package. I have no idea if this is worth it or not. But, you know, we'll see. So it's kind of wait and see. So here's what I think this means for authors. I got the good, the bad, and the ugly. A lot of what I've been hearing has been super negative. of People being like, oh, I can't believe they're charging for this. But it was never free. It always cost you money to ship a book to somebody. And uh, I think there is some good here. So the first thing that's good is that it will save you money if you're giving away 100 books. So if you're giving away 100 paper books, that's... 500 to a thousand dollars that it costs you to do that giveaway now you can give away 100 ebooks for 119 dollars so in some instances it actually could save you money depending on how you're conducting your giveaway and 100 books is the max uh, that you can give away in a, one of these goodreads giveaways um, your good giveaways are also going to create more uh, noise on goodreads more uh, notifications for your readers and this makes them more powerful so instead of people having to dig through the giveaways section in goodreads which is a kind of difficult to use website only the truly passionate readers use it um, which again if you're an author that's who you want to reach is the truly passionate readers um, now it's going to create more notifications on people's timelines i think this potentially is going to be quite good for get, getting attention to your book if i see, and in a really great way because if i see your book has been added to the want to read list by a bunch of my friends that makes me also want to read your book because i want to read what my friends are reading uh, also it's going to make it for a less crowded market since it's free right now or very cheap to give away your book um, the, the you know there's just so many people doing it. It's hard. You it's they've created this massive haystack. Charging for it, all of the people who are like, oh, I'm never going to do this. How dare you charge me? They're now no longer going to be able to be shouting in the room. And everyone left is going to have the same number of readers. <laughs> so remember, this change does not change the number of people who are entering giveaways. So there's going to be more people entering giveaways for fewer numbers of books. Uh, now, what this could result in, and again, there's no way to know until they've implemented it, but this could be the next BookBub in terms of effectiveness. It's a lot cheaper than a BookBub. Paying $119 is cheaper than paying you know, $300 or $600 to BookBub and potentially reaching just as many people and helping you sell as many books, although I don't know. Uh, and let's say it's only one-third as effective. Well, paying $100 for something that's one-third as effective as something that's $300, those are the same amount of effectiveness in terms of readers.
There's nothing wrong with spending money on marketing. You just want to spend money on something that works. And looking this over, and I've spent some time kind of looking at the changes they make, they're making all of these changes look like things that will make it work. And I really like the ability to give away lots of ebooks. I think that this is potentially very powerful for getting lots of people reading your book. Uh, you can almost use this as like a perma-free. You know, you make it free on Amazon. The problem with making a book free on Amazon is that you tend to get um, people who will add it to their Kindle but won't get around to reading it. Whereas the fact that somebody won a contest, I think psychologically makes it more valuable to them, more likely for them to read it, and more likely for them to review it, all of which are really good for you, especially because it's really hard to give a negative review for a free book. Uh, so that's the good about this change. The bad is that it's going to be more expensive. There's just no way around it. And the old strategy of giving away just one book is now no longer a financially viable strategy. It doesn't really make sense to me to spend $100 to give away one paper copy of your book. You might as well give away 10 paper copies of your book. <laughs> You'll get 10 times the reviews uh, that you would have at, at, if you just gave away one. Uh, although, really, I think uh, if I were to do this, and I'm very much leaning towards doing it just as an experiment, uh, I give away 100 ebooks. <laughs> that seems like a great way to get my book in people's hands and get people talking about it and reviewing it. I feel like that's potentially very powerful. Uh, the ugly is that they haven't given us a lot of notice. So they announced this about a week or two ago, and the change is taking effect on January 9th, uh, 2018. Uh, now, the uh, upshot is that you can still do a free giveaway on Goodreads right now <laughs> so this is their free giveaway system is not gone so there's still a chance to do that great strategy we recommended of giving away one book and being featured you can go and enter that haystack with the other 3,000 authors and um, and you know I, I encourage you all to do that this is your last chance to do it for free there's very little cost to you it'll cost you five or ten bucks and you know you don't have to sell that many copies of your book for this to be worth it. It might even be worth it if you're traditionally published, uh, if, especially if you sold through your advance. Although, again, I'm sorry for you traditionally published folks that we talked about in the last episode. It just marketing is a lot harder for you because uh, you don't have the money and you don't have the data to make it as effective. So, uh, we are in one of the things we saw in the survey is. You want us to talk less about traditional publishing. Something like 80% of the people who filled out our survey said, talk less about traditional publishing. So we're going to try to talk less about traditional publishing and more about indie publishing because we realize that that is what most of you are passionate about, or at least the folks who took the survey. Um, now, there are some things that you can do on Goodreads that are still free. Uh, Goodreads is one of the few social networks I really think is worth it for authors, partly because it's not very time-consuming. A lot of things I'm about to talk about, you do and you're done. So you don't have to continue spending money or time, of course time is money, uh, doing it over and over again. So the first is to join the Goodreads author program. This is free. It takes perhaps an hour. You get a verified author account and, get, and it puts a little badge next to all of your books that says Goodreads author. And it's a nice thing that gives you a little boost and uh, there's no reason not to get signed up for that and get your account to 100% complete. The next thing I recommend that you do is to connect your blog with Goodreads. If you're blogging, even occasionally, this is unbelievably powerful because Goodreads once a, once a week sends an email to all of their users with the blog posts from the authors that they follow. So for some of the authors, this is the only way I can hear from them because they don't have newsletters, but they've connected their blogs 
to Goodreads. So I get an email. For me, it's on Sunday. And it's like, here's blog posts from authors you follow. And I was like, oh, Brandon Sanderson said this. And Mary DeMuth said that. And it's very powerful. And it's automatic. Once you've connected your blog to Goodreads, you never have to touch it again. Um, also claiming your profile, which is, again, part of the Goodreads author program. Just do it once and then you're done and it allows you to interact uh, with your readers a little bit better. Although be careful, you're not gonna convince somebody who left you a one-star review to increase their star rating. Uh, there be dragons down this path. Just let people vent and um, focus on the positive reviews. Uh, another thing you can do for free is you can put your book on lists on Listopia. You can add books to lists. I really love the Listopia feature of Goodreads. As a reader, I use the Listopia feature quite a bit, both for listing books that I have read and for looking at lists that other people have created and um, it, it, for discovering new books to read because uh, there's so many cool lists here. <laughs> so it's like I created a list of best business books about failure. It's a, a topic that I'm really passionate about. It's not one that very many other people are passionate about, but I try to read every here's what I did wrong in business book that I can find. I think that success is a poor teacher, and there's a lot of lessons only failure can teach. And so I'm always looking for books that are about a famous business failure. And anytime I find one, I'll add it to that list. And what has happened is other people, a handful of other people who are also interested in business books about failure, are adding books to that list, and I'll discover their book. And if there's an audiobook version of it, I will go and listen to it. I listened to an entire book about the Yugo car and why it failed, <laughs> which, believe it or not, the reason that Yugos are no longer sold is that the American military bombed the Yugo factory during uh, one of the wars in the early uh, or late 1990s. Uh, Clinton was ordered a bombing and one of the things they blew up was the Yugo factory. I had no idea. So was, I found it super fascinating. Uh, rest in peace, the Yugo car. But anyway, I was able to find that through Listopia. You can add your book to Listopia for free. Uh, don't just spam Listopia with adding your book. Uh, that's not good marketing and it's not good courtesy. But if it's relevant, you might add it to a book or you know vote for some other books on the list. Use Goodreads as a reader. Don't just use it as an author. It's one of the pieces of advice. Uh, another thing you can do for free still is you can add a Q&A discussion group about your book. Uh, so you can interact if there's a Q&A discussion going on. You can host one or you can interact with one that's already going on about your book. That is still free. So don't freak out that Goodreads is charging for a small piece of Goodreads. My hope is that this is going to make them a lot of money that they then will put back into making Goodreads a better platform. Because Goodreads is like the worst social network for authors, except for all the others. <laughs> so the other ones are even worse. This needs to exist, a social network about books, about reading. Goodreads is the best. I want them to make it even better, and hopefully this will give them uh, the money to do that. Uh, the final thing that you can do for free with Goodreads is connect it to your book pages through My Book Table. So we added goodreads integration to my book table in a couple of really cool ways um, you can add your readers or your website visitors can add your book to their want to read um, list on goodreads with one click from your book page which is very powerful and very cool and again it will pair nicely with this new giveaways program since everyone who's got that on their want to read list will be notified and if they enter the contest again all their friends will be notified could create a huge ripple so you can start building that right now my book table helps you do that uh, the other thing that my book table helps you do is it integrates with goodreads reviews you can actually embed your goodreads reviews of your book right on your book pages which is a very powerful way to show reviews on your website no one's going to believe the reviews you copy and paste 
wasted from Amazon because they're going to assume that you cherry-picked them. But if Goodreads is inserting their reviews onto your website and there's good ones and bad ones in there mixed in, uh, people will then believe those reviews and it can help you sell more books. And interestingly, books with negative reviews, with one-star reviews, outsell books without one-star reviews. It's really important to have at least one one-star review to validate all of the five-star reviews. If I see a book and it's only got, let's say, 50 five-star reviews, my assumption is that all 50 of those people were in the launch team of the author, and I don't put a lot of credibility. But if there's a few one-star reviews mixed in, now I'm like, oh, this is an author who's got something, because most of the people are leaving five-star reviews and only some people are leaving one-star reviews. And this has been proven out in the stats. This is one of the cases Amazon had to make back in the 90s, saying, yes, reviews really are good. This is very controversial in the early days to feature reviews of products, not just books, but any kind of product. And uh, I'm a big believer in reviews, and I'm a big believer that negative reviews can help, uh, unless it's mostly negative reviews. So if your average rating on good on Amazon's two and a half stars or three stars, that will hurt your sales. But a few one-star reviews actually helps you, doesn't hurt you. And I remember being very excited when I finally got my first one-star review uh, on my book. Because so I was like, yes, finally, people will take me seriously. So anyway, I hope this has been helpful uh, for helping you understand how Goodreads works and how uh, to use these new changes. Don't freak out. Uh, Take advantage of this last window to do a free giveaway. And if you do do a giveaway under the new system, if you pay for it, please let us know. Go to novelmarketing.com and send us a comment. We would love to know how it works for you. And uh, if Jim or I do a a giveaway in this early window, we will report back to you on uh, the results of that. Uh, hopefully Jim gets better. And uh, this episode has been brought to you by My Book Table, uh, which the free version has Goodreads reviews integrated, like we talked about. The paid pro version allows you to integrate Amazon reviews, which is a little bit more complicated uh, to do. Amazon doesn't make it as easy to get the reviews, but it integrates with that as well as giving you many other features. And you can get 10% off of My Book Table with the coupon code Novel Marketing, all one word. You can find out more about that at mybooktable.com. You've been listening to Thomas Umstead Jr. and the ghost of James L. Rubart, who hopefully will be back as a living corporeal being (laughs) next week, uh, giving you novel ideas on how to promote yourself and your writing offline, online, and everywhere in between. Thanks for listening.